This is Abby Ward with the first half of your 6 o'clock news on KCIM. With an additional 12-plus inches of snow forecasted to fall on top of the 6 inches the area has already seen, officials are reminding residents to take a few simple actions to ensure their and their neighbors' safety. Carroll Fire Chief Dan Hanish says it is important to check furnace intakes and exhaust and their dryer vents to ensure they have not become blocked by snow and ice. Blocked passageways increase the risk of fires and carbon monoxide poisoning. Hanish adds it is worth checking exterior natural gas regulators if your home has one while you are outside. If the pressure vent is obstructed, it could lead to gas leaks, service disruptions, and fires. Due to the freezing weather that is coming up, MidAmerican Energy wants customers to be aware of potential scammers. MidAmerican customers have reported a higher-than-average number of utility scam incidents this past week. The company is concerned that those numbers could increase as scammers might take advantage of the upcoming cold weather. Mike Grunginger, vice president of customer operations, says scammers can use the threat of dangerous cold to scare their victims into thinking they'll lose their heat and convince them to pay, supposedly to avoid an instant shutoff. Grunginger reports the utility impostor scam is the most common. The phone call begins with someone who claims they are working for MidAmerican and that company did not receive payment, threatening to shut off the service unless the customer agrees to pay immediately over the phone. Scammers often seek payment through reloadable money cards, digital payment apps like Venmo, money wire transfers, or even Amazon or iTunes gift cards. Still, they will seek out debit or credit card information and bank account numbers. Grunginger says it is important to know that MidAmerican will not just call customers out of the blue, making immediate disconnection threats. MidAmerican will always send a disconnection notice with a date and call the customer before any disconnection happens. MidAmerican accepts many forms of payment but will not demand a specific payment by phone and will never ask for payment via gift card. If a customer suspects anything unusual from a phone call, hang up and call the MidAmerican number that appears on the monthly bill or on the company website at midamerican.com. If a customer thinks they have been scammed, report it to a local law enforcement agency and MidAmerican by phone or online. During Monday's meeting, the Carroll City Council gave final approval to adjust the speed zones on Grant Road near Fairview Elementary. The ordinance, which would start, which would move the start to of the 25 mile per hour zone an additional 220 feet further north, was first introduced during the council's December 18th meeting. And Police Chief Brad Burke says they have not heard any substantial opposition to the ordinance change since then. What this will do is it'll move the speed zone on Grant Road north to the south edge of the golf course. So at that location for southbound traffic, it'll change to 25. For northbound traffic at that point, would change to 35. This was at a request of the residents and a couple of the condos that live along Grant Road across the street from Fairview Elementary. So uh, we believe that this should help with slowing some of the traffic down that location too. And since the reading back in December, I have not received any information either for or against this code. Due to the area in question being immediately adjacent to the school and residential neighborhood, safety is the driving factor behind the move. Previously, Burke noted traffic in that section was averaging close to 10.5 miles per hour over the limit every day. The council favored the move but asked if drivers would have a probationary period to adjust.
Dang, we'll put our yeah. speed sign up to the one that flashes and kind of let you know where you're at just to give people an idea. Okay. And then, yeah, we'll be writing. Well, within reason. If someone's going 50 there, we're probably going <laughs> to no, uh, yeah. continue to write yeah. citations for those ones. Yeah, but if they're close to that 35 where it's currently at, then we'll, we'll be very generous for the okay. time being until that kind of gets a little bit normal. The council approved the ordinance second reading and waived the third reading, voting unanimously to adopt it, making the change effective immediately. However, the signs may take several weeks or longer to be moved due to wintry weather and frozen ground. Once the signs are positioned in their new locations, Burke says there will be a concerted enforcement effort to change drivers' habits in that area. The Sac City Police Department reports two Californians have been arrested in connection to a recent string of burglaries in the community. Authorities say their investigation began on December 30th after officers responded to a burglary alarm at The Brew, located at 210 West Main Street in Sac City. Upon arrival, officers discovered the front door pried open with numerous stolen items, including the Iowa Lottery scratch ticket kiosk and vape pens. A joint investigation with the Fort Dodge Police Department found that Samantha Filippo and Robert Price, both of Sacramento, California, allegedly collaborated in a series of criminal activities. On December 24th, the pair committed third-degree burglary at Dale's Corner Store in Fort Dodge, stealing the Iowa Lottery scratch ticket kiosk at that site. Authorities say they cashed winnings from stolen scratch tickets at various locations in Ida County, Sac County, and Webster County. Further thefts occurred until December 31st when the Fort Dodge Police Department apprehended them. A subsequent search warrant at the Quality Inn in Fort Dodge, where the pair was staying, uncovered lottery tickets tied to the brew and the bathroom air vent, confirmed by the Iowa Lottery Investigation Unit. Filippo and Price have been charged with ongoing criminal conduct, a Class B felony, third-degree burglary, and five counts of lottery theft, Class D felonies. The investigation is ongoing, and additional charges may follow. And that has been your first look at your evening news. We'll be right back with more after these messages. Trust Lens Insurance and Grinnell Mutual to offer you affordable insurance options. Like everything else, insurance costs are increasing, but we have options that don't break the bank. We'll protect your future and your wallet with specialized, affordable coverage. We'll make sure you're covered so you can trust in tomorrow. Contact Lens Insurance, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at 792-1700. Or find us online at lensre.com. Winter is tough. Be tougher with Cub Cadet X-Series snowblowers. With three levels of snow-clearing power, this lineup is built to handle the harshest conditions. With features like push-button electric start and finger-controlled power steering, you'll make quick work of whatever winter throws your way. Get all the details at Haley Equipment and seize the season with the X-Series. Engineered for extreme. Head to your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, Haley Equipment in Carroll, for exceptional offers, expert advice, and superior service. And this is Abby Ward back with the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. First, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast. Tonight, we're looking at snow mainly after 7 p.m. The snow could be heavy at times. Widespreading snow mainly after 4 a.m. Low around 6 degrees. Wind chill values as low as negative 15. Windy with wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. New snow, nighttime snow accumulations of 5 to 9 inches possible. 
Friday, snow mainly before 5 p.m., widespread blowing snow mainly between the hours of 3 and 5 p.m., high near 10, wind chill values as low as negative 15, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, new snow accumulation of 3 to 5 inches possible. Friday night, we're looking at a 30% chance of snow mainly before 8 p.m., areas of blowing snow mostly cloudy with a low around negative 3, wind chill values as low as negative 25 degrees. Windy, wind gusts as high as 41 miles per hour. Little to no snow accumulation is expected. And again, we are in a winter storm warning in effect tonight till tomorrow night, as well as a blizzard warning in effect for tomorrow. Enough a look at the weather. Please be safe out there, everybody. Let's take a look at your evening news. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed a proclamation of disaster emergency for the state of Iowa to facilitate access to supplies of motor and heating fuels. The order, which went into effect yesterday, temporarily suspends the regulatory provisions related to service hours for crews and drivers delivering propane, diesel, natural gas, and other fuels used for residential, commercial, and agricultural purposes. The proclamation will remain in effect through February 9th unless terminated early or extended by additional orders. State officials note that move is necessary due to unusually high demand for fuel and long wait times at distribution terminals. A copy of the full declaration is included with the story on our website. We're 11 days into the new year now, and some Iowans resolve to lose weight, save money, or travel more. Certain resolutions can have the critical long-term benefit of reducing your risk of developing dementia. Lauren Livingston, spokeswoman for the Iowa Chapter of Alzheimer's Association, says the list starts with having your blood pressure checked by a medical professional and taking action if it's too high. People who have a blood pressure, that top number of 120 versus 140, were almost 20% less likely to develop mild cognitive impairment, which is the stage before you develop Alzheimer's disease. And that kind of goes in line with what's good for your heart is also good for your brain. In addition to having your blood pressure checked, Livingston suggests that you take a hearing test. In adults over the age of 60, studies find 65% of them have hearing loss, but many of them decide not to get hearing aids. People who are at higher risk for cognitive decline, if they did wear a hearing aid, they were able to cut their cognitive decline in half. And that's likely due to just being able to hear and understand and process information more than if they weren't wearing a hearing aid um, just to keep themselves able to engage in conversation. Alzheimer's disease ranks second only behind cancer as a diagnosis people most fear as they age. But she says with lifestyle changes, Iowans have the ability to lower the risk. Another big help is keeping up with your shots. Getting an annual flu vaccine and the pneumonia vaccine was associated with a 40% decrease in the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease over the next four years. So every year that you're getting one of those vaccines, you are reducing your risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. In people who were isolated during the pandemic, Livingston says they saw a huge decrease in cognitive health and a faster progression of Alzheimer's and dementia. She says it's very important to stay social. Get together with your friends, go to family get-togethers. Even if you're um, noticing some changes in your cognitive health, if you're forgetting things and are feeling embarrassed, it's still really important 
to get together and stay social that will um, keep your mind more active and help your cognitive health. There's no certain way to prevent Alzheimer's, but Livingston says there is much to be gained by living a healthy lifestyle and adopting brain-healthy habits. It's estimated there are 66,000 Iowans living with Alzheimer's and or another dementia, and another 98,000 Iowans are their caregivers. Governor Kim Reynolds discussed more proposed reforms that she would like to implement for Iowa education during the condition of the state address on Tuesday evening. Reynolds addressed the mandate that school districts must give their special education funding to area education agencies, or AEAs, even if the district chooses not to utilize their services. Iowa students with disabilities are performing below the national average, ranking 30 or worse on 9 of 12 national assessments, all while Iowa is spending $5,300 more per pupil on special education than the national average. Reynolds says AEAs have grown well beyond their core mission of helping students with disabilities, creating top-heavy organizations with high administrative expenses. Under my proposal, AEAs will focus solely on students with disabilities as they should. Independent oversight will move to the Department of Education. And most importantly, school districts will now control their special education funds, meaning they will no longer be mandated to send these funds to the AEAs. A vital education topic that has continued throughout the years is how reading is the foundation of learning and a key component of every child's success. Reynolds says children who can't read by third grade are four times more likely to drop out of high school, yet 35% of third graders in Iowa are not proficient in reading. Reynolds says a partnership with Lexia Learning, Iowa is offering elementary school teachers a free training program on the science of reading. This program helped improve reading scores in other states, and I'm confident it will do the same here. Already, nearly 2,000 teachers and administrators have started training or are registered to start soon. Reynolds mentions that Iowa is the only state that does not require a competency in early literacy instruction for a teacher licensure. She says that needs to change. We're also going to require, as every other state does, that our teachers pass a nationally recognized test, and we're going to hold colleges and universities accountable by making the Foundation of Reading Assessment a requirement for education majors to graduate. So I hope every legislator in this room will join me in making literacy a top priority in every Iowa classroom. Reynolds addressed the last topic of her educational reforms, discussing teacher pay. Reynolds says the success of our kids will always depend on great teachers. Tonight, I'm asking the legislature to invest $96 million in new money to increase starting pay by 50% to $50,000 and set a minimum salary of $62,000 for teachers with at least 12 years of experience. In addition, I'm allocating $10 million to a merit-based grant program that will reward teachers who have gone above and beyond to help their students succeed. These investments will put Iowa in the top five states for starting pay and help recruit more of the best and brightest to join the teaching profession. 
Reynolds hopes to drive transformational change and to do what is right for Iowa children. Reynolds says that the world will see Iowa as a state that orients its educational system to students, parents, and teachers, making Iowa's future truly bright. And that has been a look at your evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting. Have a great evening, and please, everyone, stay safe out there.